Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to your favorite show. This is the Large Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Joseph Kirai, and we are whole. We are back. Uh, we, we got our, our boy from Chicago back. Daryl, what's up? How you doing? Yo, what's up, everybody? Sorry I missed out last week, but we're back, y'all. He's back in his <laughs> back in his new house. Yo, I like the yeah, background, What's up? I like the background. Yeah, you know, got got to uh, it'll be it'll be different next week. It'll be different next uh, week. Okay. Yeah. Oh, what are you a Browns fan? Are you a Browns fan? <laughs> it's, uh, it's actually uh, you can't tell by the by the I guess the picture, but it's actually like a Texas Longhorn, like orange. So oh, okay. <laughs> it's kind of ugly. <laughs> Daryl's trying to relate to the rest of us. I know, uh, for real. I know you bought Vince Young's old house. <laughs> I'm trying to be from Texas, you know. Uh, we, we also got um, Bald Beauty here. Uh, Paolo, Paolo C here for a little bit. Yeah, we, um, it's my sister's birthday today, so I'll... I'll stay on as long as I can. You, you don't want to give your sister a shout out? I know, I, was gonna say. I know, right? Come on, man. Yes, you had the April, perfect uh, angle. It was a busy month for my family. We got like three birthdays. My dad. Come up closer to the mic. Shout out to my dad. Kyle, you're a little close to yours. Just a little too close. There you go. <laughs> his birthday two days ago. Shout out to Atia. It's her birthday too, so today. And then mine's birthday will be like in six days. Yeah. No shout out, whatever. There you go. Nice. There's your shout. Nice. Yeah. So Pal Pal's gonna be here for as long as he can, uh, and then of course to to round off the four of us, we got our casual wrestling fan, casual Kyle. Say what's the up. The original host of the Large Guy Podcast, the Large Guys <laughs> Podcast, actually. But I'm the Large Guy to host. Yeah. But, um, yeah. It's your boy Kyle. You know what it is. I'm here when JQ flops. But other than that. I'm blending in like an iguana. Of course, blending in. He he's either he's either too far from the mic or too close. Oh, here's, also, here's Kyle um, Esteban. Introducing uh, a new face in my uh, wall of fame. I got my boy, my uh, Dallas beloved son, Luca, on the wall of fame finally. So we got nice. the Luca jersey. All the um, the only Dallas championship I'll ever witness in my life, and then uh, Saint Dirk. <laughs> oh boy um but yeah it's good to have all of us here um and we're i guess it's just going to be the four of us until pal leaves but hopefully we can get a lot done um so the three of us pal kyle and i were talking yesterday just about some some lockdown stuff and kyle do you want to just bring up the question you asked us yesterday oh yeah basically uh daryl i was asking the guys because I don't know what the, um, how the state of Illinois is doing, but um, it seems like Texas is gonna so do like you know opening up the public softly. Soft uh, these, opening. <laughs> yeah, soft opening for the public <laughs> the, these next few weeks. But I was asking the guys, um, hypothetically, even if they do allow everybody to you know finally be out in public, when will you actually go out yourself? Are you going to go out? You're going to wait a few, you know, weeks or months. But yeah, I was just wondering if, you know, once everything's a free for all again, um, are we going to go back right away or are we going to take some time or when will we even be safe to finally fully go out? 
you know, so right. that's what I was wondering. Um, so yeah, what, what, what do you guys? Oh, 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 oh. My bad, my okay. bad. Uh, no, at least we're here, at least hey. in Illinois. I mean, I guess we haven't really What's heard um, much. Um, what do you call it in terms of? But I, I think in, in terms, like I think it's if anything, they were targeting May, like some mid-May to like late May. But like, so, like I guess like you guys, like soft opening, where just like maybe in terms of like like a limit of ten people in a crowd, maybe I don't know, like fifty or something like that. But because even like. Ari and I, we were talking about it. We're like, yo, we want to have a house blessing, you know, and everything, but a housewarming party, but we don't even know when that's going to happen. If we can even have people over for a barbecue, you know what I mean? Like, um, especially with summer coming up. So it's, um, honestly, it's, it's all up in the air. Like, I think if just from the, if anything, at least for us, we're just going to follow the direction of, I don't know, our the state governors or whatnot, you know what I mean? I don't know, at least for me, that's, that's, I mean, that's all we can do. I mean, especially with like, especially right. with all these memes from like, I think it's hilarious with from like Mayor Lightfoot. I don't know if you guys, I'm sure you guys have seen that. Like that's the mayor of Chicago. She's just like watching everybody. Yeah, Yo, yeah. it's funny as hell. Like, and it's funny cause she's just like, what, what, what the hell is going on over here, man? You know, so, I mean, I guess it is what it is. I think yeah, the safest call for everybody is when they start allowing everybody to go back to mass. Yeah. Cause I think the yeah. Catholic church might be the only, um, I don't know. I might be wrong. They might, they might not be the only, uh, money greedy organization, but I feel like a lot of, um, institutions are rushing to get back to the norm because they're losing money. But I think the, the church, they're like safety first cause, and they're, they're, they're also going to be, um, an institution that's losing a lot of money right now because no one's going to mass publicly. Right. So um, I think right. when um, the Catholic Church says, "Hey, maybe it's time," then I'll consider it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I think for for me. Oh, my bad. Pal. <laughs> Even with the openings like happening next week, I'm still gonna go about my days like in the same way like say they open up the bars and like i'm not i'm not gonna go out to the bars yeah next yeah, week. Like, yeah yeah that's a little i think people they're still telling people to be safe and like take precautions but i would wait probably till at least may you know to start kind of socializing and gathering with other, with people other than like your immediate like family or household mm -hmm. so i yeah. don't know yeah same i think it's I'm just ready to like at least go see my family, yeah. go see Katrina, go see like you guys. Like, I, I'm not trying to be out like you said like at the bars or anywhere in public. Like, I think it'll still take probably a couple months just for me to, uh, you know, maybe like, hey, you know, everyone else, you guys kind of test out the real world for us, yeah. and then, um, <laughs> and then just let us know, let the rest of us know like how how it is and and if you're if you're doing all right, because. Um, I saw, I mean, again, like reports, especially internationally are, are always conflicting, but apparently like China, I assume they didn't have like a plan, right? They didn't have like phase one, two, three. They just kind of said, all right, everybody, like you're good. Apparently like their numbers are increasing again with cases. So it's just like, you know, like we, we can't be too quick, at least in my opinion, we can't be too quick just to like, once we get the green light, all right, like everyone, every man for himself, I'm just going to be like, 
All right, y'all can <laughs> y'all can go out first, um, cause I'm just chilling. But yeah, yeah, for sure go like out a, and like I think I don't know about next week, but like if anything, I'll go to a park or like a secluded park and see the homies, see the friends, but still probably no no dabbing up like what we talked about last time. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. You know, staying away and yeah. still like but, continuing the like. You know, hand sanitizing, washing hands, showering, you know, like being cautious at least if things do open up. Yeah. What um, what secluded park are you talking? You talking about Pokey's Park Pokey's or something? Park, like... bro, Garland Park, <laughs> Rock, the you know, Kyle, your park don't look too crowded, right? No, um, it gets pretty crowded there if um, people allow because people were still hooping up until. Uh, Rockwall Parks and Rec had to Close take it. out the the hoops. Oh, so, they took it out. Yeah, they Damn. they un, then screwed it, so it's just backboard, <laughs> two backboards out there. <laughs> it's still on here in Mesquite. <laughs> Dang, y'all aren't hoopers enough. <laughs> <laughs> y'all ain't committed. No. Um, but yeah. So, so is, that, I mean, I, is that happening next week for you guys in Texas? That's what they say. That's what like say. April thirtieth, right? Dang. Is that like oh, yeah. restaurants and everything too opening up? Like for I think they're gonna start with restaurants. Like businesses. Dang. I read that um retail services are supposed to have a to go service. They're allowing to go service for retail. Wow. <laughs> Which I don't even know what you're gonna wow. do. Hey bro, you got those Jordans on hold, <laughs> get them ready. I'm about no, to it's crazy because like say with retail and anything, like I was listening to Mark Cuban earlier. He's on the the board for for Trump's like economic um like team or whatever. Shout out to Cubes. Shout out to Dallas. and Vince and Jerry Jones. Jerry, you know. Damn. And so um, he was talking about like he was gonna be like, working on something that like where retails have to find a way or train people, train employees to like you know how we're like when we go buy clothes, like everyone's touching clothes. Like, how do uh, we train? True. How do we train people not like to do that, or like how do we implement that into like rules and stuff? Isn't this crazy? What? Yeah, like what I said before, I'm, I'm not worried for me. I'm more worried for the people I dap up because I don't wash my hands. <laughs> I still have um sinigang smell on my fingers. Right now. <laughs> so maybe the um oh the God. MSG from. <laughs> Filipino food will fight off the bacteria. Oh my gosh! But um, right, real quick, real quick, shout outs, birthday girl. Hey, we got the birthday girl here. What's up? Happy birthday! Sing us a five-second tune. Uh, come on. Uh, reflection. Look at me. I will never pass. Who is that girl? All right, peace, peace. That's it. That's it. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> when will my reflect? Hey, I got all right, it. so moving on to our next category before we get stuck with, with all this singing. Uh, I guess before we move on to the Game of Thrones, uh, Daryl, did you want to comment on your um, favorite sea log to kind of tie it in? Um, for me, I think I, um, I, went it over, I went over it with you guys, but I think for me the top one got to be top sea log, man. Like, okay. I don't know. There's this, like, just... With, especially with garlic rice, yo, and then you just break the the egg, the egg yolk on top of it, and then you just go, and then you just go in on the top of bro, like 
that's that's it, man. Game over. It's a like, it's basically like a full play. meal. It's a full meal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but honestly, like almost every day, and Arat knows this because like it's the only thing I can cook. I always like make spamsi log like <laughs> it's the easiest thing ever. You already know. You, you already know. You heard it here first. Are you a are you, you a, burnt, are you like cook till burnt kind of guy or cook like just Wait, what was that? What was that? Are you a, do you cook till burnt or Yeah, yeah. I kinda no, like it uh No Daryl Daryl usually um he uh, just gets the can and drops the whole slab on the can. <laughs> just one large giant spam loaf. It's not even sliced. And, and he's just eating he's it gonna throughout bite the day. <laughs> no, and then one can is for Daryl only. <laughs> That's my bow one. That's my bow to work. Yeah, shout out to spam though. Shout out to spam. Of course. Yeah, spam saved me like all four years of college living in my dorm, bro. So, yeah, those care packages. yeah, yeah. man, you got to. You got the spam, JQ the Vienna it, sausage. JQ ate them straight from the can. Had to, bro. <laughs> Had to. Microwave. Spoon and fork in the can. Microwaved the can, like still in the can, microwaved it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so moving on to our, I think this is one of our, like, most anticipated topics. I think we've been talking about this since before the podcast even came out. Like, what what do we want to talk about most? And um, all four of us are Game of Thrones fans. Um, and it's it's been about a year. Could you believe it? It's been about a year since uh, since our hearts were broken. It I feels think, by, like it's by been season five eight. years. That's yeah, true. Time. It feels like it's. But yeah, like it, it was just last year that we were all uh, at the Salazars watching uh every episode every week but so we're here to talk about today we're going to talk about our yeah daryl and daryl was there you know <laughs> he flew in every week exactly. <laughs> um but yeah we're, we're just here to talk about our top five favorite characters um in game of thrones and so i i'm very interested to see like how different our lists are um but since pow is kind of on a time crunch maybe we'll start with you Ooh, okay, hold on. This is gonna be a little tough for me. Man, okay. I'll go I'll start with five. Um I'm gonna go with Cersei at five, okay? Wow. I got Cersei solid at five. Yeah, I gotta respect her. <clears throat> I mean, I think in general she was so consistent throughout the show. Like she made you like hate her so much. But then at the time, like when when she had when she walked through the the city, and everyone was shame, shame, shame. Walk of shame, the walk of atonement, the walk of atonement. You you felt bad for her though, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. It was for sure. Funny because speaking of the walk of uh, atonement, that was actually the the first scene of Game of Thrones that I've ever seen in general because um, I I saw that live on TV before I even cared about the show. Nice. My mother, my mother was a Game of Thrones fan before I like years before I was, and uh, I was watching the scene and I was like, "All right." <laughs> Kyle, Kyle was like, Kyle was like, Kyle was like, "Say no more." <laughs> it's about it's about that time. All right. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I was crazy. probably like, let's restart the scene, mom. <laughs> yeah. But um, speaking of walk of atonements, I know 
Um, I doubt she'll be on anyone's top five list, but since we're talking about Walk of Atonement and missing out, I know everybody was um was heartbroken when uh, Marjorie's Walk of Atonement yeah. got, got postponed <laughs> and canceled. Yeah. What are you talking well, about, bro? You, never mind. Never hey, but mind. but for those who wanted that, they already got that in like the first scene she ever showed up in, if you right, remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh with with our boy. Yeah, what's his face? What, what's his name? Uh, uh, Baratheon. Yeah, 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 Renly. Renly, there you go. A, a boy, yeah. a boy. Renly took one Ren's. from the team. What's her um Ren's. freaking uh, Brienne was like in love with him. Yeah, Cersei definitely. Yeah, she definitely deserves that spot. I'm. I was a little upset of the way they killed her. In a way, I thought it would have been a lot more epic. Right. But at the same time, I guess it made you know. You die with the one you you love, for in a weird way. Yeah. But but I I, I wish they would have like my 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 hope that like her death would have been just like Drogon like biting her head off when they were like when she was up there, bro. Dang! All right, you wanted her to be Drogon's snack. Yeah, no, straight, like straight up like. Not even breathe fire on her, just straight up bite her neck off, boom, snap it off. Hey, maybe it, it, it just goes to show, like, we, we can't necessarily get the satisfying death of every character we hated, so. And so, and number four, I'm going to go with, I don't know, this might be different. Like, this is, I wish I would have got to think about it more, but I don't know. Number four, definitely, I think I'm going to go with the Hound. Okay. Respectable, I think so. Yeah, yeah he's a fan favorite. He's the fan yeah, favorite yeah, for sure. And I like the character development and just like the change of heart in him. And then his journey with Arya was also pretty dope. Yeah. And um, that last scene with his brother was just, I liked it. It's epic. And See, he had a good hell, story. He had a consistent yeah, the story. The hell was, was um, he was straight up basically. He had one goal. And that was to kill his brother. <laughs> yeah, I like I like the consistent storyline, and also like his comments here and there were were pretty funny. They're pretty vulgar, but of I, course, you know, every time he roasted Barrick. Yeah. Yeah. He, got to me. he <laughs> was a, you know, he was he was scared of fire, but yeah, I think of Kane for I don't know why. Him and uh, him and Braun had the best one-liners. Oh yes, consistently. Yep. The goat. So hound at four. This is where it gets tough. I'm gonna go with Tyrion at three. All right. Tyrion. Tyrion Lannister. The guy. Tyrion might might be the only one that's that's gonna make it on everyone's list. Yeah, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Tyrion, obviously, you know, he was he had so much screen time, for sure, and he was. He was everything, strategic, comedic, and then he was heel, he was face, like he, he would get everything, you know? And, um, you know, the scene with his dad was epic. He at least got a, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't a character who didn't get a kill in the show. You come on, you Game of Thrones character, you top five list, you got to get one. You gotta no, get no, 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 he, he, had, he had another one. Um, did he, did Tyr- he kill a zombie? Yeah. No, 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 Tyrion's first kill was when he was um, held um captive by Catelyn Stark and there was those um dudes that tried to kill them That's and right. Bronn 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 was there too and T- 
Tyrion was telling Catelyn Stark, yo, untie me, untie me. Because he was like, what's it for if I die? Then she untied him. Then he got that little shield. And he was just crushing that dude's face with the shield. That's right. He was and always, right. He was always right. prepared for yeah, war. Yeah, like, no. and then, no, 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 let's finish that because it was so funny. So he's crushing the dude's face with the shield. And then, like, the the bat, the little fight ended. And Bronn was like, is that your first kill? And he's like, Tyrion's like, yeah. And then Bronn's like, um... Nothing like well, you'll need a woman. Nothing like a woman after a kill. And then he looks at Catelyn Stark, and he's and Tyrion's like, "Well, I'm willing if she is." <laughs> That's right. Also, Tyrion killed Shay. Oh yeah. Tyrion had three kills. He had he had three kills. He had teardrops. Tear teardrops. Don't forget that he killed Shay, bro. Yeah, I you know what they they teased it the whole series of him like having a dragon, and that would that would have been funny to see. Just to yeah, honestly, that yeah. would have been cool. Yeah, so so he'd be my number three, and then this is where like I don't know people there might you know. flame me for it, and like uh, you're basic. Uh, We're expecting two, it. A number two, I'm going with Jon Snow. <laughs> you know. He's y'all's Jon Snow. He yells John Cena. John Snow, I, I was a, I was a fan throughout with him, and he's just the right guy. Like obviously, people hated on him because sometimes maybe he was too soft with like owning the throne and with Daenerys, the whole situation. But he's just he never he never wanted to claim um, leadership or the throne, and that's you know that's that's a true leader right there. Leadership is bestowed upon you. You never, you never desire it, like Daenerys. He's a, he's a noble guy, and he got he bro. He died and came back to life. That's yeah, that's true. That's, true. that's true. That's true. That's Jesus Christ <laughs> in TV form. Come on, no no, no blasphemy. Right there. So, I was about to some say, say John's uh, middle name was uh, Christ. <laughs> but, you know the scene. Also, the scene when um, he he refused to get on the dragon with Daenerys, you know, like that one in the ice. And he was like, all right, I'm just going to go and just chop these fools off with my sword. And then we thought he was going to die, but that was epic. That's probably one of my favorite scenes or when he was trying to save his brother, Rickon, but <laughs> Rickon, man, uh, Rickon. So he's, he, he's number two. And, um, his death kind of got ruined for me. I, cause I, I was a little late with that. And so I knew that he was going to come back. So I was like, damn, uh, but all right. So number one, see, yeah. hold on. It's weird because, um, I binge like Thrones, like back to back to back. Yeah. So when John died, obviously that was the end of like season four, right. Or something. something and, like um, and so like, I mean, I just watched the next episode, then he came Same. back to life. And that's how I guess the uh, the anticipation wasn't as big for me because I was just like, oh, he came alive in the next episode. But I forget that people waited years to see that. So I'm like, oh, dang, full came back alive already. <laughs> Took one episode. Yeah, so Snow, I think he definitely deserves to be top five. Yeah, and also when after he came back to life, that that's when he started rocking the man bun, and when he became man bun, Jon Snow and started bearding it up. Oh. We're like, all right. Hi, my name's Jon Snow. Nah, 
Nah, nah, not nah. not quite. Maybe if you maybe if you fix that mic a little bit. <laughs> Dude, who are you? Is this a, you sound like Drew McIntyre. <laughs> They're probably from the same place. All right, we what's that? All right, let me try it again. Do it. My, my name is Jon Snow. <laughs> I am the leader of the wall. Next, of the yes. wall? <laughs> the night to watch, I'm the, you fool. I'm, I'm the true king of the north. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go with number one. I'm going to change the package back. <laughs> no, finish the rest. Finish the rest of your time with the distorted Let's go. voice. This is going to be the last time that we're Oh, 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 oh. Oh, sorry. They got a little loud. All right. So here we are. Number one. Who do you guys think? You're going to say Arya. Yeah, we got to go with my girl Arya. So she deserves that spot. She went through a hell of a journey. And um, I think just one scene, obviously, that we all know and love. I was so hyped for it was the, the MJ switch. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle went, Kyle, you know, Kyle tried to trend on Twitter for that. <laughs> the, the, M, the MJ swish was real. It was crazy. And, um, you know, I think we all want, we all were thinking that Jon Snow was going to, was going to kill and yeah. win it all, but she got it, bro. I thought she was dead. I thought she was goner. Yeah. She had a switch. For sure. And he had crazy. a, you know, like that, so, bro. um, what was his name? Uh, J- you know, she, uh, she what? Who? What? I, I'm confused. Gendry. It wasn't Gendry. 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 Shout out to Arya. She knew what gender. She wanted. Gender. I, was, I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna say gender Mahal. Kate, Mahal. Kate, but, Caitlin Gendry. We gotta, we gotta give Arya the, the the respect that she deserves. You know. So. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go with that. And then uh, just a bonus one. I, I love Sansa. I love Sophia Turner. So, Wait, bro, so you're picking Sansa as the number one? No, she's a bonus. You should have said Sansa first as number no, six. Sansa, Sansa, yeah, you're right. I'm just, I just love <laughs> Sophie, Sophie Turner, bro. Like, you're like, you're like, why is she with Joe Jonas? Like, well, that's, that's whack. Bro, it's fine. <laughs> All right, so that's, that's my take. I got to go, y'all. So, um, Thanks for letting me uh, spit spit some Game of Thrones bars. Can you just um just keep the screen there? Just keep the screen there and have it recorded while no one's there. I mean, I guess. Yeah, just do it. All right, bye. I just okay. leave, man. Okay. <laughs> All right, what a list. Um, if I'm trying to remember, he had um, number yeah. five. God, he took Cersei. so long, I forgot. <laughs> he had Cersei. He had Cersei. 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 Or was um, Tyrion? No, no. No. Yeah. Uh, no. Four was freaking. Uh... It, was another, it was another. No, it was the Hound. Hound. So it was. Uh, I got. It. I got. It. it was uh, five was Cersei. Four was the Hound. Three was Tyrion. Two Jon Snow. Number one Arya. So Cersei, okay. uh, Hound, Tyrion, Snow, Arya. Awesome. Solid, right. solid list. I'm a fan of all of them. They would make my top ten if, um, yeah, no, given the chance. So, yeah. Kyle, do you want to go next then? No, nah, yeah, I'll. Uh, uh, all right, I'll go. 
um, it's easy. I mean, mine, um, I probably have the most unique top five and just cause I just feel like these characters are, they're just special and they're not usually the characters that are focused on. So coming in at number five, I guess, I mean, I had to, I mean, he would be higher on my list but people would hate me if I put them higher um, than five. So I'm having the number five. I'm going to go with my boy, uh, Baelish little finger at number five. That's my guy. Um, this dude was basically, um, a nobody. He grew up not as part of like, you know, he wasn't meant to be someone with a, with a respectable title, but he made it all the way to the council. I mean, granted, you know, he was, and, and Littlefinger was basically, um, you know, medieval times pimp, you know, he was, he, he had, yeah. you know, a little organization going on, but he was also not very um, skilled as a fighter, but he was able to, to kill a lot of people based on his power and, um, um, and wit. But there was one scene uh, I forgot. <clears throat> it was that one scene with Cersei, do because he he got owned by Cersei. He said something about uh, like knowledge is power or something, and then and then Cersei had the guards like put the sword in his throat, and Cersei was just like, "Power is power." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, that's right. Um, it's but now Littlefinger, he was clutch. Um, I think his most clutches moment was when he came through. Uh, with the last-minute buzzer beater during the Battle of the Bastards to uh, help true. out Jon Snow and them boys. So um, you got to ease a, a, a little weasel, but that, that's my guy. If you're going to have um, one one rat that, that's, that, that you're a fan of, I think Littlefinger is a safe bet. Um, then coming in at number four, I had this. Hold on, let me do who was my number four? I'm missing a fourth. Oh, no. <sighs> yeah, four. It's going to be Tyrion. Um, it could have been higher. I mean, anybody in the top five could really doesn't really have an order. But with Tyrion, I just wish that if he kept that same wit and um, aggression that he had during the first three seasons where he was just unapologetic. He was always roasting Joffrey. Um, Every time he was part of a trial, he's like just owning the courtroom. And then finally he went fully heel turned when, you know, he was facing uh, death and he told uh, everybody in that courtroom that he wished he, he would have poisoned all of them. And then everyone just, uh, you know, fully, uh, you know, shocked at, you know, him doing that. But, um, the only thing, though, that I that's negative I could say about Tyrion is that I think that if he was born not in a royal family, he wouldn't been able to survive that long because half the time his alibi is just, um, I could pay you double. I'm worth more alive than dead. But if he, if he was just someone like Jon Snow who was like a bastard, then, you know. He, he could have been gone, but he was also smart, so he got through. And number three, um, I mean, she could have been number one, but I got to go with Arya because I think Arya was just – you just felt like she was going to be a safe bet throughout the ho- whole show, 
even from i felt like they portrayed her i mean even from the beginning i i already thought that she was definitely the coolest of the start kids because um i'm not really one for um I'm not one to be obedient all the time. And Arya was always kind of been rebellious from the beginning. You know, she would always be not with her family. She'd always be missing. You notice on that, basically the first scene that she's in, she's going through the crowds because she's trying to see the the entrance of like the, the royal royal family. And then she's like the last to arrive, like when her whole family is there. But um, But the fact that she grew up to be, you know, a, a delightful fighter, is probably my my favorite part because um you just didn't know like what you know what she was going to end up like but after um training with uh jakar you know she definitely basically kept going on up and then everyone she encountered was just impressed by her whether mm -hmm. it was uh brianne or the mountain so um yeah aria that, i mean she, she i mean i feel like she's on everybody's top five um no matter like what side you're on i feel like aria is gonna be there aria and Tyrion, i feel like i don't know uh and then number two my last my one and two is definitely not gonna be like everyone's no one and two because um yeah but my number two is uh sir davos that's my guy <laughs> i think sir davos is arguably um the the wisest dude out of out of the whole show um he wasn't you know really educated per se but he just had wisdom and he just had um the the sense of the right thing all the time like his gut feeling and also he's probably the most the closest um guy to being the most moral out of anybody on the show he was always taking the less um blood the less bloody way out and so um and also everyone he serves he was basically the hand to everybody whether that was like stannis or john and right. the fact that he had no fighting skills and he survived that long that's my goat yeah, and then uh, number one he's definitely the so, most honest character i'd say for sure for sure and plus it's funny because you know he you'd think that he'd be um even the the times that he endured tragedy, he'd kind of, um, what's it called? He'd kind of bring light to that because there's a scene when I think it was when Davos and Tyrion might have gone back to King's Landing. And then I think Tyrion mentioned the Battle of Blackwater. He was like, last time I was here, I like set it on fire. And then Davos was like, Last time I was here, you killed my son. <laughs> like, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's, so that's right. That's right. Yeah, Tyrion kind of did kill um, Matthias, like his yeah. son, during that um, right. wildfire in the Blackwater. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, Davos, man, that's my goat. Every and any any time he talked about Shireen too, like that's mm. probably one of the most like heartbreaking scenes of the whole show when he talks Definitely. about Shireen. Definitely. And so, um, and then my number one, probably, I mean, he's the same level as uh it's either i feel like you're either him or the mountain and i'm on team braun like braun's my guy from the beginning he's always been um he's just been he's basically the type of player that just is strictly about buckets he's just about yeah. getting dubs doesn't matter how <clears throat> and when i was watching his um his supercut i realized braun is basically eddie guerrero 
he lies, cheats, and steals. Like he's the Game of Thrones version of Eddie Guerrero. His first when when he um, became Tyrion's champion and in, uh, in the Vale, and he fought that guy, and then uh, Robin Aaron's mom, uh, Lady Catelyn or Lady Stark Aaron, was like, "You fight with no honor." And then he looks down at the little sky wall, and he was like. No, but he did. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so um, Bron, Bron's my guy. And the fact that he was one of the few characters that actually got what he wanted. And plus, I mean, a lot of people would probably say it's disrespectful, but I love it that he became uh, Lord Bron of High Garden. Can you imagine? <laughs> That's right. He got his castle. So. He finessed. Yeah, that's probably that's like my... the witches' castle, if anything, or maybe the Lannisters are, but High Garden's pretty up there. In yeah, of... yeah, no, High Garden's yeah. up there. High Garden's <laughs> up there for sure. So, um, Daryl, you got your top five? Yeah, yeah, I got mine. All right, so like like everybody else, like y'all was saying, number five for me, I got um, Tyrion Lannister. Um, honestly, he'd be higher for me to be honest. Um, if he wasn't the one who uh, suggested to have uh, Bron be the, the king. <laughs> like, uh, oh, man, like, for real. Oh, like, oh Bran, Bran Stark? Yeah, Bran, yeah, yeah. Bran, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, if he wasn't the one who suggested for him to be like... <laughs> Dang, bro, I know who's not making your list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, like everybody said, like, you know, just I guess from the very beginning, like I think... It was just like from season one to like, you know, the, the very end, I think he was just the way he was able to get away from, um, to get out of trouble, to get out of like, you know, just to talk his way out of like the scenarios he was in. And like, especially for like his position, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I know he had all the money, but like, I mean, I guess his, his whole thing was like, he was a dwarf, you know what I mean? Like he was like, he had so many like, disadvantages physically but he was able to um overcome that like mentally you know kind of thing so just talking his way out of everything and i mean you can also say like buying his way out of every situation you know but but yeah and like just the fact that he became like the hand um what like twice i believe yeah. like, he was there yeah. he was always there yeah. yeah yeah like he was the hand for like um temporarily um and then he became, I guess he became the hand for uh, Daenerys. Daenerys. Right? Um, so yeah, so number five, I got Tyrion. Then number four, uh, number four for, uh, just for his comedy is uh, Tormund. Um, <laughs> My dude guy. Was funny. He was straight up like, <laughs> if there was like a hillbilly or like a redneck of like, came up <laughs> It's probably Tormund. It like, is Tormund. He's funny as hell. And, like, dude was always after. Like, dude was all, um, always after uh, Brienne. Brienne. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, as, soon as, as soon as he got back, I'm almost dying. Like, he was just like, where's the, where's the, was it? Where's the red woman? Or so, where's the tall woman? Where's the tall big woman? woman? Where's the yeah, big, big woman? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was like, it, it, was, it was great. Like, I think, and just the fact that, um, from him becoming uh like hating um basically hating uh basically all the the non wildings yeah right exactly and then him becoming like boys with Jon Snow like mm -hmm. I thought that was pretty dope you know um sorry Kyle and he had really a uh, gold 
What's up? No, I said, were you going to say something? I, I, I kind of cut you off. Oh, no, no, no. You're good. I was just going to say um, any, any torment scene when he's talking to the Hound is just golden because mm-hmm. he's yes. genuinely yes. trying to be friends with the Hound. The Hound's just like, F yeah. off, man. <laughs> and it's, it's great because I, I wish, I wish uh, we had a scene of like, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know if we had a Hound torment and, and Braun scene. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't if think, if I the don't three know. of them ever met up, like that, just give us yeah. like 10 minutes of yeah. a conversation of, of them. Yeah. That, that would have been, been perfect. Or something, you know, them like drinking. I think that'd be pretty funny. Exactly, yeah. But um, um, hanging out with I'm hot not... pie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number three. Um, I'm surprised none of, nobody has mentioned this, um, this guy before. Um, but my boy Podrick, like, dude's the goat. Like, I, I, I was going to mention, dude, literally before you said that, I was like, man, at the end of the segment, I'm going to just say, I want to give a shout out to my boy, Pod. <laughs> Pod the God, bro. Pod the God. Pod the God. <laughs> like, he's, like, the fact that he was, like, he was nobody. He, he was, was a um, squire. He was a Tyrion yeah, squire. He was a squire. And then, like, dude became, like, everybody's like everybody wanted to be like pods bro like yo um, he learned to fight too like from being a squire to like you know (laughs) to being in the king's guard basically like dude is the goat like honestly like like there's nothing else more that needs to be said like he went from he went from the squire to pushing brand's wheelchair No, that's my guy though. I was dying. I'd be laughing at um his scenes with Braun all the time because yeah, yeah. Yeah. he always bullies Pod. But you know, like Braun, like for Braun, like he genuinely kind of hates a lot of people. But everybody loves Pod, man. Everybody yeah. loves yeah. Pod. Um, Freaking Podrick. Um, all right, so number two, I got uh, like everybody else, I got Arya. Okay. Uh, I guess I, I mean like I think like um, Kyle was saying like I think out of all the all all the Stark she was kind of like I guess you could say she was kind of like the the odd one out like or the mm-hmm. she because she was never she never wanted to be like a princess or a queen kind of thing like that or um, you know she she just wanted to like to be with the boys basically you know she wanted to like learn how to fight she wanted to learn how to like defend herself and everything and then basically in the end she became like the deadliest person in the world basically you know so i think and just i think the fact i i honestly i kind of like the entire series i kind of overlooked her like i never thought like i honestly thought i'm like you know these scenes with her going to bravos i'm like man it's kind of it's like a bathroom break scene kind of thing you know (laughs) in the end i was just like yo out of everybody she was the perfect person to like to like kill the night, um, the night king, you know, she was, yeah. and the fact like how they like, we all forgot about her, like, you know, with in that scene when she, um, when she saw, um, what was her name? Um, Melisandre. Melisandre. Yeah. Yeah. And she was just like, you know, like, what do you say to, what was it like? What, what, what do you say, say to the God of death? Not like, today. Not today. Yeah. You know? And that was like, yo, that's perfect, man. And just yeah. like the next scene you see of her, it's like her just like going from like jumping from the free throw line and just <laughs> that, that, that was it, man. That was it. That was, that was and that's true. But I, I honestly thought it was like 
I still don't understand that scene of her um, after Daenerys um, destroyed uh, King's Landing, her in a white horse, riding off in a white horse. Oh, I mean, I thought it was just going to be um, maybe to make people guess that she might be going to, she, she's the one that's going to kill Daenerys. Right. Uh, I, is that, was that it? Just to kind of like, leave you like, like I think a, it was just a red herring. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. Okay. So I thought, I honestly thought there was something more to that too, but mm-hmm. there was a lot of questions during this fest, mm-hmm. uh, the last season. Yeah, no, I feel like um, they they could have waited because everyone's character was so strong, and then it feels like the last, um, like everyone's last season, they were just like, all right, let's just wrap this up real quick. And I mean, as much as it was, I feel like, you know, some of it, you know, was a little maybe corny, but at that point, what what else can you really do? You know, right. everyone's almost dead. There's really nothing to fight for. And so, but yeah. All right. And then my number one, I don't know if like this, this, this might not be a popular vote, but yeah, I'm actually, here we go. Yeah. Let's see. (laughs) Number one is Daenerys Lannister, bro. Like then I'm sorry, Daenerys Targaryen. (laughs) Daenerys Lannister. I'm like, dang, okay. He's going with two. I told you. Me, 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 me on me on wrestling is Daryl on Game of Thrones. Yeah, you just had your you said your Bailey and Becky moment right there. (laughs) The nearest land is there. (laughs) You know, yeah. Nearest Targaryen, yeah for sure. Um. Um, no, I gotta go with her. Cause, I mean, like, I think I was just the entire series. I was kind of just rooting for her, you know. I think um, at least at one point we were all like rooting for her to be the the queen. Um, you know, to get the throne. But I always true. hated Daenerys, even when oh, she was wow. like yeah, even really? as mean like even when she was being disrespected by Viserys <clears throat> and all that. And You're the- messed up, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I am not a Daenerys fan. <laughs> I am team not a fan of Daenerys. You're up, bro. He's a he, yeah. he's a closet Viserys fan right here. <laughs> he's got he's got a Viserys fan account on Twitter. The one true this king. justice for Viserys. Yeah. The one true king is that what you said? <laughs> But no, I mean I do respect the people that are on Daenerys camp, but for me I feel like. I don't know. She was just, she got a little too annoying and the fact that she couldn't really fight and then she was just very manipulative at the end. But I do respect her because she literally had nothing and then for her to build her army to that size, incredible. Yeah, and I think that, again, like, the thing with her, like, I, again, I I was, like, I was rooting for her the entire time. There were just some times when I'm just like, I'm just like, man, this is not your fight, you know? Like th- that, I think that might have been like her downfall. Like it was like, this is not your fight, so why are you? You know what I mean? Again, I mean maybe that's like the goodness of her, like kind of like I guess taking over or something like that. But like, cause she ha- could have had King's Landing. Like we didn't have to wait like seven seasons, you know what I mean, for or eight seasons for this to happen. 
like for her to just burn down King's Landing. Like she could have done this in like what season six, season five, or something like that. Like it's true. yeah, it's true. Um, when she started to have like control over dragons, but I don't know. But I still, if I had to go for um for one Game of Thrones character, I gotta go with Daenerys Lannister. <laughs> <laughs> best of both worlds best of both worlds yeah. next up we have jamie stark from <laughs> Cersei oh my god we have brianna right. of brianna blackwater <laughs> Bron, lord of the veil <laughs> golly that's great that's that's man that's a great moment <laughs> daenerys oh. lannister all right so here we go um, I had my original list, and then as Kyle was speaking, I decided, you know what, I'm going to turn heel, and I'm going to make this, I'm going to turn this list upside down, you know, where it's all about perspective, so I'm going to add in a new perspective, so here we go. First of all, he's not going to make this list um, because of a last minute call. This was a last second change, but Tyrion Lannister is no longer in my top five, but on my original, if this was a more serious Dude, List. you better have some good five players tonight. <laughs> no, hold on. Okay, yeah, okay. So that's why. That's why. That's why. So here we go. And yeah, here we go. Number five, the Nick Young of Game of Thrones. We talked about it earlier. Edmure Tully coming in at number five. Edmure Tully, the best shot in in all of Airball. <laughs> Airballs. <laughs> like just just based on okay, the fact that first of all. Out of all these strong characters, we had Rob Stark, we had, we had, you know, Varys was a smart guy, uh, Littlefinger, Cersei, dead, Jamie dead, Edmure Tully, he's alive. My he's guy there. made it. He's he made there. it. He made it all the way to the, to the last well, council like, meeting like for, to get dunked on. Because for three seasons, he was like, wasn't he stuck in like... In he was in captivity, yeah. <laughs> Like he was a BFW. He <laughs> exactly. was a <laughs> prisoner yeah, of war. Survival. But Edmund Tully is that guy that didn't do any work in the project and got an A. And like he, he's at the end of the day. At the end of the day, he he's Lord of the Riverlands. Yo, does he still have the hot <laughs> wife from the fray? From Walter I'm not. Fray? I'm not. I'm not remember, sure. Actually, we were like, yeah, hey, he's I, gonna I marry one of them fray girls, and then he comes <laughs> out with his holy grail of. Of, of daughter or wife yeah, yeah i'm not yeah. sure what happened i think i would assume all the phrases are dead but who knows no, I, don't, I think his wife lived okay okay I think um, they were both, when, when Arya did, did her thing like they were both oh yeah or something like that. that's right something. yeah she probably spared all the the daughters but yeah so no, number five it's got to be edmure tully um just based on just you know great he gave us one of the greatest moments of comic relief um trying to you know honor a family member and uh <laughs> let's just say he did everything but honor his family <laughs> in that moment <laughs> and then uh he but he also forced blackfish to hit us with the no look so um, yeah, blackfish the goat <laughs> exactly so if, if it wasn't for edmure we wouldn't have gotten the no look the no look shot from, the Gilbert from Arena shot from um, Blackfish of Black. Exactly. Um, so coming in at number four, this is going to be controversial because nobody talked about her. 
I gotta go with Olena Tyrell. I I think um, That's Olena solid. Olena. If you if you think about it, like you know the Tyrells had money. They they had High Garden, um, but the way that she she engineered their no you know, Olena was Vince. Olena was Vince. Yeah, exactly. Like she she was able to well she started off trying to infiltrate the Baratheons, then you know mm-hmm. Renly died and all that. And then um, she found her way in King's Landing, struck a deal with Cersei, or uh, I think with Tywin, and then, you know, started moving her family in. And she had Marjorie there at one point as, you know, the queen, queen of the, of the realm, right? Like, you know, like her, she, w- she was there. And um, obviously, you know, uh, she, she was outdone by Cersei at the end when her whole family except for her you know and i i always wonder like olena you know somehow she was on her way back to high garden when all of that happened um and i you know i just wonder if maybe that was part of a plan but also if you remember how she went out um right before she she drank the the poison and and met her her death she finally revealed to jamie that she was the one that killed joffrey and she she organized everything to the point where when she died she went out easy like she she didn't have to really she died but she didn't have to you know pay for her sins in the way that a normal person would you know i'm sure jamie and cersei would have done you know a thousand things worse than poison her but she she was able to you know just execute her plan to to the fullest i guess and she almost got like she was she was real close real close um but yeah she got rid of joffrey for us as well so you know shout outs um number three uh um hold on hold on though i gotta correct myself i said uh blackfish of blackwater he's he's from river run he is let from river just, run yeah, yeah riverlands just, yeah let me get my geo geo geography right, right. before yeah. the fans jump on you all over yeah, twitter sure. or something yeah. but they jump over your viseras fan account um <laughs> But uh, number three, um, I okay. So for me, number three and two, in my opinion, there's. I mean, you can argue a lot of these guys, but one of the fiercest warriors, um, if you think about it, he was part of uh, the original siege of the Wall when the Wildings came over. He uh, had countless battles um, north of the Wall with um, with the Night King and his little minions. Um, especially I think it was season seven, maybe where they, they had to get saved by Daenerys. Like that was a crazy fight. Um, also the one at, uh, it was also North of the wall where, um, they were trying to bring back some wildlings, but then, um, a lot of them died and they got resurrected. I I can't remember what, I think hard home, right? The hard home battle. Mm -hmm. If you guys remember, they, um, John brought, you know, a few of his guys over, um, Battle of the Bastards, he was there. Um, the the war with the Night King, and then uh, he was there until the end. Um, talking about my boy Tormund, Tormund Giants, <laughs> Giants Bane, number three. If you think about it, Tormund should have died season two, maybe, you know. Um, and and when the Wildlings attacked, Tormund. and he was taken as prisoner, Tormund had like twenty arrows in his body, and was alive. 
right? And he, we thought he was gonna die Battle of the Bastards. We thought he was gonna die. We thought he was gonna die like you know almost every season somehow, as one of the fiercest warriors. He's definitely been in some of probably the most memorable battles of the whole series. Number two, who I consider to be the best fighter. Hold on, before we move on to uh, uh-huh. move on from Tormund, I think it was all possible because of Milk. So. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yes, and of course, have of course, been done without Milk. Of course, that that monologue of where he explained how he got his name—that's <laughs> you know—that's a very memorable comic relief. Um, and plus, when he um, when he finds out that it's uh, Jamie that that got Brienne. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See, exactly. Devastated. Right? He was there's, devastated. There, there's there's just yeah, there's just so much that he he brought to the table. Um, but for me, um, one of the most memorable battles and like. Of, of like one guy just kind of carrying the team um if uh, i can't remember what season it was maybe three or four but when the sons of the harpy finally turned on um daenerys and her her people oh i know who you're gonna say there there was one man who was able to dennis, i want to say dennis rodman oh gray worm yeah, the worm. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, Grey Worm was, I want to say at one point, he killed like 20 dudes. Um, it, it was him and uh, what, Barristan. Sir Barristan. Yeah. But and, he ain't save him. Right. And, you know, he, he couldn't save Barristan, but at the same time, you know, after Barristan died, he still had to take on like 10 more dudes. He was and, out there. He was out there. And, you know, like some of the most badass killing scenes for those who like that i'm kind of a fan of it um gray worm he's, ba- was like the he's center basically of that. um gray worm is if uh is if varus went to the military there exactly <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah I, I see what you're saying there um i see what you're saying he he was a, and you know he was able to have power he gained power despite some of his shortcomings you know um i i think he he made um he gave let's how, how can i put this in a uh, in a pg way um he made uh, Missande um feel happy while he was having various features exactly <laughs> exactly yes to to put it in light terms to put it in light terms this he you know he found he found ways to make it happen he improvised there you so, go. Uh, but anyway, so um, uh, yes, he he. I he's heard that um, the gray worm, the worm's actually his tongue. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, if if you think about it, so Daryl, you you talked about how Daenerys she couldn't fight, right? Like there, she had um a lot of things working against her, but. I think for her, if she didn't have people like Missandei, um... Missandei, boy, what? No, 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 me, me, no, Missandei, that's her name. Sorry, Missandei. <laughs> All right, people two, are for, like, two for one. Everyone's like, are these guys really Game of Thrones? Miss Missandei, Zendaya's uh, sister. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Misandai, um, it was her, Grey Worm, and Sir Jorah that really kind of 
Yeah. Uh, Shout out to Jora. He didn't yeah. make anyone so, lose, but hey, Jora, he's up there with Davos for most. Yeah, so, so Jora's got to be one of the most un, like underrated guys. Um, but anyway, being a, by while being friend zoned, unbelievable. Yeah, and he and he had to go all the way um, and get fixed by Sam Tarly. He and he, he like he was that was a thing too. Like, he yeah he, he could fight. definitely fight. He was smart everything. Um, Bruno anyway, Mars we, Bruno Mars said he'll catch a grenade for you, but Sir Jorah will catch a blade for you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so moving on to my number one. Um, if, if, uh, you have followed my story, um, especially during season eight, there's, there's no secret how much I'm a fan of Sansa. Um, and, and Sansa has got to be number one because, uh, you think about it out of all the Starks, um, eh, you know, Bran obviously can't fight and, you know, there's no secret about that. But, um, if you think about it, probably the most helpless of the Starks and see, you know, starting from the very beginning, even despite Bran being crippled, I think the most helpless of the Starks was Sansa. And, you know, you follow her journey and she was, she survived um, being sold into slavery pretty much by, by Littlefinger and then had to go back to Littlefinger and then got sold to Ramsay. And the fact that she was able to endure all of that stuff with Ramsay uh, we don't really need to go into the details. Well, even but, prior with Joffrey. And oh yeah, oh I, I yeah, of course. I I forgot. I forgot Joffrey was even before that. So she she had encountered three if you include Cersei, four of the most, you know, like disgusting, heartless people in all of Game of Thrones, Cersei, Joffrey, Ramsay, and Littlefinger. Um and so she she didn't necessarily defeat any of them. Um except for Littlefinger because she outsmarted him at the end. Um, but she, she had to be in contact with them and she survived all of it. And she even used everything that um, she experienced with Cersei to her advantage to kind of learn from that. And as she was coming into power, she, she learned how to be a lady. And um, at the end, she's the lady of, of Winterfell and she, she's not with anyone, right? I think she ended up just single, right? I don't think anyone went after her but you know like she she ended up being joe jones yeah there you go yeah um but like (laughs) it's it's crazy to think like who would have thought that sansa was going to be lady of winterfell and bran was going to be queen of the north yeah you know so like two of the most unlikely because like i think some people could have said yeah Arya can fight she's smart maybe she'll you know be in power obviously she didn't want that and then, of course, Rob and John seemed fit for the throne, and yet. Wait, hold on! You didn't have Arya on your list. No, she's not in my. She's not in my top five. <laughs> you didn't have Arya or Tyrion. In my you no, know? in 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 my in my original list, they would have been in there if you take out Edmure and and Olena. But I I decided to turn heel and say, you know what? Everyone thought, but I they. I mean, at least well, the, so the people least, like mentioned some characters. No, I, I I get it. Like, right. at least some some characters were were mentioned and had their like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not not yeah. everyone's just picking the same match. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I I kind of I kind of wanted to diversify our list as well. Yeah. Um, that's. I mean, arguably, um, Olena's probably the strongest member of House Tyrell. I I would agree. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And, um, definitely. I mean, I feel like Tormund's the only. Uh, besides one one. 
he was probably the most notable wildling. Yeah. I mean, ain't exactly. nobody wildling really. I was like, uh, oh. Egret, I meant. I, I guess Egret is one of the other. Yeah. How about uh, Sam's um, Gilly? Know. Oh, Gilly. Gilly. I think. I think she was with the fray, wasn't yeah. she? She's she's not really a wildling, is she? Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Honestly, I mean, no one had Sam. Sam was, you know, Sam one of the goats too. Um, no one had Sajora. Yeah, no one had Sajora. No one had um, Jamie. Um, no one yeah. had Brienne. Brienne. I mean, I think Jamie. Uh, it, it it made sense how his his story ended up, where he ended up just having to go back to his one true love. But I think, even though it made sense, I think if if things had just played out differently with his ending because yeah. he he, bas- he basically went back to he basically reverted back to everything and um yeah. from where he was in the beginning so that kind of sucked but it made sense but i think if if he had ended on a higher note um i think he would have cracked my top cracked my top five yeah no one had uh i mean there's a lot of characters that are strong i mean if we went 10 we might have had more 10 would be yeah people. 10 would have more similarities but that's that's too many. But I mean, yeah. everybody that we mentioned, they all had solid roles, and um, I mean, ain't nobody as long as no one mentioned um, Shay. <laughs> I mean, Tywin again. Tywin is is one of those that could yeah, have been top Tywin, five. Say Tywin, just or um, you know, what was that? Who was that girl? Um, that uh, Bran. Brand basically dragged along, you know. He got oh um, yeah, her brother. The, her brother uh, got killed, and then yeah, at the yeah, end, yeah. when when uh, Brand became a three eyed raven, Brand was like, "Dude, just peace out." She's man. like, "I don't need you anymore." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot her name, but yeah, she yeah. she was pretty good too. Uh, no, Hodor, no, nobody, no one no, mentioned Hodor. No Grey Joyce. No one had any Grey. That's right. Um. Yeah. I mean, there's there's just a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. So um. But I feel like everyone had pretty solid list. What what's the time frame right now? Uh, we're looking at about I think we're at fifty minutes right now. Do we want to cover the Michael Jordan for like fifteen? Yeah, minutes? we we, we can do like a ten minute preview. So um, speaking of from going from got to the goat, um, nice. there you go. See there, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to work on my segues a little bit. So from got to the goat, um, tomorrow goat. night I. Tomorrow night at uh, I think 7 p.m. on ES oh. on ESPN. There you go <laughs> on ESPN. Doing more. Here's us doing more promotions for ESPN, especially in their time of need. Without sports, um, the Last Dance. It's happening. We're we're getting it earlier than expected. It's going to be uh, I think a two night two night thing. So tomorrow yeah. night and the next Sunday, I believe. No, uh, no, we're getting it. Two episodes for the next five weeks. So two episodes every Sunday. The next five weeks. Oh, okay. So it's gonna be like ten, ten, and I heard it. Isn't it like a six-hour document? Um, I don't know. I I just know they're breaking it down to ten episodes. Okay. I mean, I that's cool. Watched. Um, I had the these sports that we're gonna get. Like. Oh yeah, yeah. For sure. So, um, but I feel but yeah, like so... I've seen. All right. Anyways, go on. Yeah, so uh, it's it's gonna start tonight or tomorrow night, and um, I mean there there's a lot. So I think obviously uh, Daryl probably has the most um, insight on on the Bulls organization. But one of the things that I saw in a preview, I talked with with the guys about. Oh, he's back! 
He's back. <laughs> no, we, John Snow coming back to life. John season Snow five to season six. Season John five to season six. The red woman did her magic. She did her thing. <laughs> oh. Pal, Pal heard the goat and he came running. No, Pal was listening in the background the entire time. He was, like, <laughs> he was actually oh, eating just outside the room. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we, we were talking about it yesterday. Uh, Daryl, um, how much do you know about this? I think I'm getting a little echo from somebody's room. I don't know who it is. It might be Pow, I think. Um, but um, Daryl, what, what do you know about this uh, general manager, Kraus? I heard there was some beef with him and MJ. Yeah, so at least from, um, I, I mean, obviously this is like a while back. I was literally yeah. eight years old when yeah. they last won their championship but anyway <laughs> at least from like you know like all the stuff that i read about and everything so i think the, the drama going into the final season of the bulls dynasty was that um they weren't sure if, if they were just gonna bring him back because jerry kraus and um and the general manager of the bulls at the time and reinsdorf was their the majority owner Mm -hmm. I think what they wanted to do was like, you know, most of the Bulls roster, like, you know, they were in their mid to late thirties, especially Jordan, Pippen, right. you know, right. Rodman, like they were towards the, like the end of their career. So they believe it or not, they wanted to rebuild. So they weren't sure if they were going to bring everybody back. You know what I mean? So as crazy as that sounds like five championships in the past, I don't know what, what was it? Seven years. Seven. Yes. Yo, hold on, hold on. Guess what? What's up? I just realized I still have my old Michael Jordan jersey from when I was a kid. Should I wear it? Yeah. Yeah, bro. <laughs> totally. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I'm going to try can it you, out. Can you fit that? Does it fit? I don't know. We'll Does see. We'll find out. Does that All right, just just keep, keep, keep going. I'm uh, dead, pal. You're, you're still on the, the voice thing. <laughs> oh, am I? Yeah. <laughs> um, Keep it the rest of the, the oh, it, it don't matter. Bro. Let's go! Let's go! I'm the goat! I'm the goat! For our audio the, the, uh, the, listeners, the numbers and letters are so small, and I look like a lumpia. <laughs> oh, oh man! Uh, what were they saying? Um, no, so yeah, so they they even though they won five champions the podcast, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, keep it. <laughs> this podcast. Oh my gosh! Oh gosh! Gone off the rails. I know. I know. Um, no. So since they won, even though they won uh, five champions, five championships in the past seven years, like. They, I think they wanted to, you know, I guess go a different direction, as crazy as it sounds. So that's why, um, but somehow it all worked out. And that's why um, it was Phil Jackson that actually called it like the last dance because like before the season started, he was, um, he told the guys like, hey, this more than likely, this is going to be the, um, the last time we're all going to be together, you know? So this is the last time we're all going to play together. So, um, you know, if we're, if, we're, if we're all gonna like, like go our separate ways, whether that's Jordan retiring, that's whether that's 
um, Scotty going to a different team, you know, um, you know, then, then let's win another one, you know, why not? Another so one. that's basically, I guess the story of the, uh, behind like, you know, it, it being called like the last dance. And of course, after that, like the following year, it's crazy because I was talking about this with my coworker. No, I think, um, it originated, the title originated from when uh, Phil, Jackson, <laughs> no. Phil Jackson was watching uh, the post-WrestleMania special for The Undertaker. And they were like, <laughs> the last ride? Okay, I have one. The last dance. <laughs> come on, man. I thought you were going to come out with some, uh, something to like rebuttal Daryl or something. <laughs> No. <laughs> Anyways, go on. <laughs> go on, Daryl. Go on. <laughs> you gotta keep telling me how many times Daryl says go on. But um, no, it's crazy because to think about it, um, I guess maybe this is just me being biased, like a biased Bulls fan or like biased Jordan fan. But um, I don't know if you guys remember, but the following year after '98, it was a shortened, uh, it was a shortened '99 season. Mm -hmm. We only played 50 games. And of course, obviously, 50 games, that means there's, like, more rest, uh, especially for, like, veteran players, you know. Their, their legs are fresher and everything. So, obviously, you can make the argument that if they brought them back for another year, they could have, you know, gone for another title run. But we'll never know. We'll never know. So, um, right. we'll, we'll, see. we'll see how tomorrow goes. We'll see how the, the documentary is. And it's yeah. crazy because the thing is, like, Jordan has never been a fan of like doing documentaries, media, about, yeah, like you know, about like anything about his life, anything about his career. So I think this is probably the the closest thing we'll get to him really delving in into into his career into the season. Right. Yeah, I think, and I mean, there's, the, uh, I think, as these episodes come out, there'll be more to talk about. Like, we'll, I'm, I'm sure at some point. You know, debate. There he is. Can you see Daryl? <laughs> Daryl wearing a LeBron James no! shirt in front of the Bro, Michael Stim. Jordan section. This Bro. Bro. This is crazy. I can't believe that. Um, but I mean, there, there's so much that we can talk about. I'm sure uh, one of the oldest um, what ifs is like, what if Jordan never left? Um, you know, in, in the 94, 95 season, how would that have played out? Obviously, who's the GOAT? And that's something that we can talk about in depth later on. But I guess to close this out, um, I guess for all four of us, what what is it that intrigues you most about this documentary? Because like Daryl said, like MJ doesn't really, he's kind of like the undertaker in, to the, you know, in, in the respect that neither yeah. of them, you know, allowed acts like media access, right? Until the end of their careers. Um, <laughs> So the last ride and the last dance has a lot of parallels, but what, what is it that you guys are excited most? Maybe that you want to see more of, or um, maybe something that you, you want to like something maybe that you didn't know that you're hoping to find out about, like what, what's most intriguing about this documentary? We're finally going to see Michael Jordan for the true fraud that he really is. That he wasn't really the GOAT, that his teammates were so good that he got help from all these specialized skills player. Jordan's basically the Daenerys um, Lannister. Uh, <laughs> Daenerys. Oh, yeah, Pow, 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 you got to watch this back. 
You gotta watch this back because oh, Daryl said God. the funniest thing earlier, bro. Dude, and JQ out sorry, here dude. saying Missandai. Mis- Mis- no, I, I said, I said, uh, yeah, I said, I said, Missandai. Missandai. Something like that, yeah. The 50 views. Honestly, no, I think it's really just that. The Jordan's gonna be exposed for the true fraud that he is. Jordan's, he ain't never won with no all, with, if there was no all-stars on the roster, he's not going to win. This is his, uh, Jordan watch. We'll see, we'll see him, we'll see him play against plumbers and, um, construction workers and (laughs) part-time pizza (laughs) delivery guys. (laughs) We'll see him play against the dads of JJ Reddick and um, Adam Morrison. He played a mailman too. Didn't he go up against a mailman at one point? Yeah, that's Carl Malone though. <laughs> but um, no, he went up against mailmen, like um, delivery guys. Daryl, how do you feel about this, bro? This is your guy. What's up? This is your guy. How do you feel about Kyle? Just yeah, yeah Kyle froze. I let him talk. I think uh, I think we'll all uh, appreciate the greatness that he is when we watch all um. This documentary, you know, I mean, it's it's been it's been 20, 20 years since like we've last like seen like him like play at his peak, but it's easy to forget, you know. Yeah. See, hold on, let me let me add you know fire to the, uh, fuel to the fire because I feel like here's what's happening with this new Last Dance um, documentary coming up. Jordan's like um, when he retired. He probably thought that he was established as the greatest of all time, rightfully so. And then for the longest time, he was really the GOAT. And then the then LeBron, the other people, the people of today's GOAT, started becoming the GOAT. And Jordan's like, I can't have this. But the fact that there's other dudes in his presence being mentioned about being the GOAT, he was like, I got to get this settled so that's why he's coming out with this six hour thing what a selfish guy but no he's not going to convince nobody he's he's going to be shown as the fraud that he really is oh my gosh you're pretty take much spot sure. on because that's the guy that jordan is like he's like oh you're telling me somebody's better than me now f that like y'all better recognize so like i'm gonna come mm-hmm. out with this documentary you know kind of thing so no like you're not wrong at all i think that's really like the type of, I guess, competitor, I guess you can say he's a competitor. Like, right. of, like you can even say he might be a douchebag, like, but that's the type of person that he is, like, uh, J- that Jordan is. Like, like you, you can't tell me, like, even though, like, 20, 25 years later that someone's better than me, like, nah, hell no. Nah. You know what I mean? I think that's, at least from, like, all the stuff that I've, I've read about, um, about the, the player, the person that he is, the competitor that he is, that that's why... He, Maybe it is like maybe you're right. Like maybe Jordan's probably thinking to himself like maybe LeBron is better than me. Maybe like you know maybe he did like pass me up. So like let me boost my ego up real quick and, and make some extra, make some extra cash. You know. No, but in all reality, what I am really trying to see is um, <laughs> things things outside the basketball court because. I yeah, want to see, I mean, everyone knows how um, bigger than life Michael was, but uh, as far as for me, I want to see all the uh, behind the scenes to where he's like interacting with fans, all the type of the gambling. Um, I heard well, he's a bad, I heard he, yeah, that, yeah, he had a bad thing about gambling. But also how like the logistics 
of things go when he's like visiting things because he's one of the most popular um, human beings on the planet. And even so right now, I think even people that the fact that we're even covering Michael Jordan right now speaks for um, how great he is for just um, humanity and world history, I guess. I, he's a name that everyone's going to know forever. So, yeah. yeah, I'm intrigued to, to know about his family a little bit, especially his sons. And why they yeah. didn't become hoopers. Yeah. Kind of. And just how like that situation was like living like, you know, with Michael Jordan at that time. And so that's or one if Michael was even you. present as a father. Yeah. And, um, also, I mean, he ain't making no TikToks see... with his kids. <laughs> but I'm, I'm definitely excited to see like some Kobe footage because, you know, rest in peace. They definitely, I think they made this yeah, documentary. Yeah. With, yeah. Know, yeah. yeah. Kobe for sure. Always. Um, yeah, for me, I, I'm interested to see the kind of similar to what Kyle was saying, just the, the whole Jordan brand stuff yeah. and, and how some of that came to be. Like like Jordan as an entrepreneur, um, I, I obviously they probably won't go too far, like much further in the future after the 98. But um, just kind of like thinking what his mindset was after that, like when, because after 98, he retired, right? Yeah, he came back in like 2001. Got yeah, back. like, right. So he, he retired again for the second time already in his career. Come on. And um, just, a, yeah, I just want to know about that. And I also kind of want to know um, how the other guys felt. <laughs> See, look, there you go. Michael Jordan Cologne. Damn. There you go. Um, I also kind of want to... Make me hoop like Mike. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, all, yeah, also just kind of like the dynamic between um, Jordan, Michael, Pippen. Michael Jordan after Shane. Why do you it, have all this stuff? Why? What? <laughs> there, there, it was like a cheap Jordan package I got for Christmas. It was like oh aftershave, gosh. cologne, deodorant. I'm like, give me some Irish spring, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, to, just to see the, uh, the kind of brotherhood between him. Pippen and, and Rodman too, just um, yeah. especially with Rodman, you know, being the their outcast. mortal enemy, yeah. um, and him trying to you know come in. Um, it'll be interesting just to see, and because obviously we've seen all that stuff later on with Pippen kind of talking trash on Jordan, but then like now recently he's saying Jordan's the goat again, and you know, so like, I I want to know what the real story is behind their their relationship in particular. Feel that. Yeah, Daryl, you got anything else? Jordan uh, sucks. <laughs> Derek sucks. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> you know, um, I don't see Dirk having a last dance. There was a a kid um, who you who uses um, when he was a kid. He used to watch Dirk highlights and practice um, Dirk one one leg fadeaways. <laughs> And um, that guy turned out to uh, win six championships, and he was named Michael Jordan. <laughs> 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 I was like, but but in in all um, in all um, seriousness, though, Jordan Jordan sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Come on, man. I have a Michael Jordan. I, I tried on my Michael Jordan jersey earlier. I like Michael Jordan. I used to watch. I have this uh, six 
VHS pack yeah, of yeah, video Yeah, this aftershave, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Mama. I've never known anyone to have a Michael Jordan. <laughs> a Michael Jordan aftershave, Michael Jordan cologne, Michael Jordan jersey. Bro, Jordan, Jordan don't Jordan. even use those products, I know. Bro. You're probably Are wearing you kidding me? right now, too. Every, when I was a kid and my parents told me to come inside because I'm shooting hoops, I'd always look at them and say, one more shot. Just like that scene in Space Jam. In Space Jam, yeah, Space, Space Jam. Jam. <laughs> one more shot, then he just like switch. switch, switch. That was me. I'm like, one more shot, clank. All right, let's <laughs> air ball. <laughs> but um, yeah. So the we'll say though, uh, it's, it's outside of the Last Dance. Even if LeBron makes Space Jam too, I think the original Space Jam is untouchable. Oh yeah, and that's of one of my favorites as a kid. So um. But yeah, we're all excited for the Jordan um, documentary. I mean, we have nothing else to watch. I wish there was like uh, prop bets on it or something. <laughs> but, um... How bad of a father is Michael Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> that should be the segment. But um, all right, so what, what's our mark now for the time? I think we're, we're well over an hour, so we should probably kind of wrap things up. But um... oh, with that being said, once again, <laughs> it's your host. Kyle Esteban of the Large Guys. I'm just kidding. Hi, right, Jake. You close us out. Um, so thank you guys again for being here. It's great to have all four of us. Um, if you guys like this, I think this is probably one of our funniest episodes. This has to be the funniest episode we've had because for you know, us, yeah, for there's... us. I mean, I don't. I think people are probably listening to this like skip. Right, right, yeah. Like if if you're listening to this and you've made it this far, um, you know, I don't know why you're why you're still listening. But um, if you are still listening, um, like, share, and subscribe us on YouTube. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Pods. Leave us a five-star review there. Um, we're trying to make it big, right? We're, we're trying to we're trying to have our own documentary, our own last dance at some point. Uh, and you know, go go watch this uh, this documentary of the goat. Um, as you can see, we have a picture of Michael Jordan with his son, Kobe, and um, it's it's a nice father-son portrait that pal has and uh yeah just enjoy um you guys have any last last second things to say um yeah um for all the people listening um we suggest that you find better things to do and don't even listen to us y'all are a bunch of losers if you're listening also we're trying to be the first podcast to make it big with having um the video quality of a potato the audio quality of statics and underneath the tunnel so we're trying to be the first ones, guys. So please, it, it can't happen without y'all. But um, I think it's endearing. That's what I think. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for watching and catch us next week. Peace out. So this wasn't recorded. <laughs> Did you?